Welcome to the Fire Church Podcast. Today we pray Holy Spirit will speak through this message and into your life right where you are. And first and foremost, thank you, great Holy Ghost. You know, I love all this stuff. I love it. I love the church. I love the people. But we're here for Jesus. Can we, can we, can we just all close our eyes for a minute? And we're just going to turn our hearts to Him with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. I know this is going to be a powerful evening. Holy Spirit, have your way right now in Jesus' name. You said you will, when we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. Right now, God, we just draw near to you. Take us deeper into your love, into your word, into your will. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Touch your people. They're not going to leave here the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. It is so good to be here, church. As uh, Pastor Alex was saying, I am the location pastor of our Hawthorne campus. If you guys are watching, salute to you guys. We love what's going on in Hawthorne. We had a powerful morning this morning, and in His presence, it's always powerful. It's always great joy. It's always freedom. It's always liberty. Amen? Which is going to happen here tonight, which is already happening here now. Amen? Who wants that? Come on. Have you heard of this new thing? It's called Revival Now. On the count of three, we're all going to yell out Revival Now, all right? One, two, three. Woo! Come on, Jesus. We want it. We are walking in it. It is happening. Amen. Who believes that? Praise God. And, and everyone, I'm sure everyone has etched the five keys of revival into their heart because there's some awesome leaders and some awesome teachers here, right? What's the first one? Yes, that's everyone. Yes, praise God. Yes, repentance. Second one is respond. Third one is reformation, which is what I'm going to focus on tonight. And, and really, church, I really believe that people are going to get changed tonight. Amen? I really believe that. God spoke to me and He said that, so I believe it. Amen? And if we will grab it and run and let Him do the work, we will be changed. Amen? Let's get into a, a bit of an English lesson here just to, to define reformation. Okay? It's an improvement or amendment of what is wrong to change to a better state, improved by alteration, to abandon wrong or the evil ways of life. That's cool, isn't it? Amen. To sum it up in in a couple of words is to change one's ways, to correct, remake, remedy, Regenerate, repair, rebuild, redeem, reconstruct, restore. I like it. I love it because it starts with re. And you know what also starts with re? Revival. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. To change one's way. So the Bible says you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. I mean, God, God never forces 
things upon you. He leads us. Amen. And, and love is a choice. Amen. I can choose my, I can choose to love my beautiful wife who's probably watching at home. Woo, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, I could choose what to say. I can choose how to act. Amen. I can choose the words that is coming out of my mouth now. Holy Spirit, thank you. You must come upon me now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just anoint my words right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. So, yeah, reformation to correct, remake, remedy, regenerate. So, who, who uses an iPhone here? <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Praise God. And, and, <laughs> and who just got a notification or keeps getting notifications that you need a software update? <laughs> Why do I need this? You know, it does the same. My, my, my first mobile phone was a Nokia 2110E. Hello to all the oldies here. And, and that was in the 90s. And guess what? The Nokia 2110E still makes calls and still sends messages. And it's still the iPhone, iPhone 13, 14, or whatever this is, still makes calls and still sends messages. What am I getting at here? See, we live in a world that pushes the latest technology. You need this, you need this, you need this, you need that. True? Hallelujah. The latest design, the next best thing, next best thing, latest features, new capability, new applications, new debugging tools, new colors, new accessories, all this stuff that they think that we need. But who knows in Ecclesiastes 1.9 it says there's nothing new under the... He's got it, Mike and Liz. Praise God. So what God has created is perfect already. Who believes that? And guess what? He's created you. He created us. 2 Corinthians 5.17, a real uh, verse that is really dear to my heart. Praise God. Yes. 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. I'm going to sip some water here, guys. Just think about Jesus at the moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone in Christ is a new creation. All things have passed away. The new has come. You know, the, the society we live in, the, the media or, or whatever, the advertising creates a false hope that we need all these things, correct? That what we have is not enough. True? But we have all that God has created us in us. It's enough already. Amen? And His grace is sufficient for us already. Amen? Who believes that? God wants to reform what He already has created in us. 
Amen? By repenting, by responding to His Word and allowing Him, it's Him that needs to reform us. Why? Because we are made in His image. Amen? We're not made in the image of of the world, of, of any other things. Amen? But the world will tell us, you need this, you need that, you need the new fashion, the new design, the new technology, the new microchip, the new debugging tool. But guess what? God has already on the cross, Jesus sent Jesus to debug everything else that is that is in our lives. Amen. The sin nature, He's made us holy. Amen. He wants to reform us. He wants to reform the church. Who's who's into that? Come on. Who wants that? Come on. I really, I strongly believe that the stronghold's going to be broken off tonight. Tonight. Tonight, even now, as I am releasing the word, just grab it. And the Bible says. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I really believe it. God has anointed me to share this word. Even you guys prayed for me to to anoint me in even stronger, a greater measure to share this word. Why? Because God is wanting to do a deep work within you tonight. Amen. He is the great I am. He's the God of the now. Amen. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's now. Amen. The anointing is here and present to heal, to break strongholds. Amen. To set the captives free. Praise God. Why? Because we are made in His image. It's not the next iPhone 13, 9 or whatever. The Samsung version. I'm after the Jesus version. Who's after the Jesus version? Come on. Why? Because it's a better version of ourselves. Who knows he was a sinless man? Who knows he, he, he loved like no other? Thank you, Jesus. Why? To bring revival. Thank you, Jesus. More Holy Ghost, pour it out. See, God, God has invested in you. Uh, someone mentioned, mentioned the parable of the talents earlier. It's in Matthew 25. I'm just going to diverge there. Thank you, Jesus. 25 verse 20. See, God has invested in you. He's invested in me. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered me five talents, and look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You who are faithful in a few things, I will make you ruler of many. Praise God. Enter the joy, enter into the joy of the Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you have delivered me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent and said, Lord, I knew to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered. And I was afraid. And went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is, Lord, what is yours. 
But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. Pause there for now. You wicked and lazy servant. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. See, God is looking for a return in his investment. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He's the great comforter. I can feel conviction hitting people. Same, same here. I have never want God to say that to me. You wicked and lazy servant. Thank you for the fear of the Lord. You wicked and lazy servant. God is looking for a return on his investment. Thank you, Jesus. See, I've had many, many old ways. I'm sure most people have as well. Bad habits, I won't go into that as well. I've, I was involved in a lot of dark stuff. I'm sure a lot of people have. <clears throat> 20 years ago, I got saved and God's been changing me, refining me. But it took myself to cooperate with Him too. Amen. See, sometimes we find ourselves in different difficult circumstances, environments that are not the best and, and we allow those to change us. Amen. So there's so many men of God, women of God in the Bible that they were called, but then only, it's only years later, years of transformation, years of reform, re reformation that God's released them into their destiny. Amen. So when Pastor, Pastor Dan Hagen is, is doing awesome things, he approached me a few years ago and asked me, um, invited me to take over the Hawthorne campus. Praise God. I didn't give him an answer straight away because I knew that it's a responsibility. You know, the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. So it took me about, I think, four months to get back to him. I stood on it for a bit, prayed on it, and I gave him my yes. Knowing that I will face challenging scenarios and environments, but I know God's with me. <laughs> and greater is he who is in me than who is in the world. Amen. See, we are subject to change, but we sometimes fall into uh, uh, an old way of thinking. It is, it is my character. My dad's like that, so I become like that. But guess what? We are made in our Father's image. Amen. So let's take, let's take water, for example. I'm, a, I'm a, bit of a, a bit of a science buff. I'm a scientist. Water exists in three different states. Okay? Who knows what that is? Solid, liquid, and gas. It changes depending on the environment it's exposed to. 
And we can manipulate its state according to its purpose. We're following me here? 1 Corinthians 9.22, it says, I have become all things, praise God. I have become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. God graces us and he leads us to become all things to all men. Why? So we can save them. Amen? Are we following me here? But if we are so hardlined, I'm sure I, I was and I still am sometimes, and resist change, you don't put yourself in a position that God can use you to his full effect. Amen? It is not for my glory, it's for his glory. And it's for the person in front of you. Amen? And it's for the group of people, whoever you're ministering to. So we can change our environment to fulfill his purpose so that we are get ourselves in a heart state that he can use us and change us. Amen? Does this making sense? Like Bruce Lee says, be like water. <laughs> but the Bible says, the living water. Amen? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to put off the old wineskin and to receive the new wine. Like the worship team was singing before, I, I love that song. I love that song. Let's read it. Matthew 9, verse 16. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskins break. The wine is spilt and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. Who wants that new wine tonight? Come on. Who wants that new wine tonight? Thank you, Jesus. There's new wine flowing from heaven tonight. I really believe it. I can feel it. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. See, church, there's a call for sanctification. To be holy and set apart for His purpose. Amen. Romans 12.1. Everyone knows it. Thank you, Jesus. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And I said this before, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, and that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Thank you, Jesus. We have to allow God to change us from the inside. Amen? I was saved 20-something years ago by a, a miraculous deliverance and infilling of the Holy Ghost straight away. Praise God, I did. But it's taken me X number of time, years, or, or whatever, for God to mold me, shape me, change me, reform me, 
remake me, regenerate me, repair me, rebuild me, re redeem me, reconstruct me, restore me, remake me, to change my way. Amen? There's a call for change here. <clears throat> As we know, if we keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, what is that? <laughs> exactly. But when we lay our lives down, set apart, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service, He can move mountains with one person. One person. He needs you and me today to bring revival. Revival in your families, revival in your churches, revival in your schools, revival in your cities. If God is with you, who can be against you? But he needs us. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Peter 5 5 says, We're going to move into a time of ministry soonish, and I believe God's going to show up in a great, great way. And He's going to do a deep work, and He's going to multiply that work within us. 1 Peter 5 5 Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he, he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. That's one key feature I have learnt through the Holy Ghost myself in this X number of years, you've got to be humble, guys, and allow Him. It's His will replacing your my will. Humility is choosing God's will over your own will. Amen? Second point I want to share is, first one is humility. Second one is remaining teachable. And that is hard to come by if you don't, didn't get the first point right. Amen? That's why I said the first point is humility. <clears throat> Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. There's a lot of people with, with gains a lot of knowledge through whatever means whatever technology, whatever's out in the internet. <clears throat> but they use this knowledge for their own personal gain. Amen? And in the end, just destroy themselves or, or whatever. Even, even Jesus was sitting at the temple and remaining teachable, asking questions and learning. Amen? Even Jesus himself is a key feature. If Jesus did it, why can't we? Amen? That can be found in Luke 2.41. Sometimes it's hard to say yes to God. And we've heard this, church, we've heard this many times. He just wants your yes. He'll work out the rest. 
if he's calling you to do something, to ring someone, to step out and do this, he's graced you to do that too. Amen? It's not our responsibility to work out how it's going to turn out, how it's going to work, the, the methodology to produce what we see as a fruitful response. Amen? Because we don't know his, his will and why he's encouraging us to do such things, to knock on someone's door, to ring up this person, to street, uh, open air preach in the car park. I was listening to uh, Bill Johnson the other, the other day and he says, the power of God is displayed because of the aggressive obedience to the Lord. Aggressive obedience to the Lord. And uh, Pastor Alex was sharing this scripture before. 2 Corinthians 18.9, it says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasures in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Thank you, Jesus. Can I grab the worship team back up here? We're going to move in a time of ministry, but it's time to make a stand. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to make a stand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I get everyone to stand and, and just close your eyes and just picture Jesus just right in front of you? Some of us are still stuck on the first key, which is repentance. Some of us have moved on and are yet to respond after they repent. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that the fear of God just come into your heart right now. The fear of God is clean and enduring forever. Thank you, Jesus. He's birthing in this place. Leaders, people in ministry. 
He just wants your yes. We've heard that before. But it's time to get serious with Jesus. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Just arrest us in the Spirit right now in Jesus' name. God, we just ask you to go deep into our hearts right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you for your presence, Father. More, God. More. More. If you want a fresh touch from God, please come forward. We're going to pray. But if you need to repent from things, today is the day. Tonight is the night. Strongholds are going to be broken. Mindsets are going to be broken. There's an anointing here to do this right now. The fear of God is going to hit you like never before. If you want to be changed, no, fully changed, let's get fair dinkum with Jesus, all right? Because he was fair dinkum on the cross for you. He had you in mind when he was hanging on that bloody cross. What can I do with this vessel? Can I pour out this new wine? through this person will they co-labor with me will they follow my will thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Father God, I just pray for the fear of the Lord just to hit people's hearts right now in Jesus' name. Go deep, God. Now, in Jesus' name. Fire from heaven. Fire from heaven. Holy Ghost, have your way. Go deep. We invite you. We surrender to your will. Change us, God. Father, we repent, God. Change our way, God. Correct us, redeem us, rebuild us. More, 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 more in Jesus' name. More fire, more fire, more fire, more fire. Shudre bekiri esse, rosseketeteriasa, rosseketeriasa. He's coming back for a spotless bride. Our reasonable service is to be holy and set apart for Him and His purposes only. Let Him work. Let Him work, church. Let Him work. Yes, it's scary. I know. But He's a good God. He's a merciful God. He's a loving God. Thank you, Jesus. Release that new wine right now, God. New one. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For those out the back, if you're not partaking in, in this ministry, if, you, if you've got it all together, praise God. If you're hungering for the Lord, awesome. Can you please join with us, stretch your hands out and pray for these awesome, courageous brothers and sisters at the front here. Come on, we're in this together. It's not him or her or I, it's Jesus. And this is his body and he's coming back. He's coming back for his spotless bride. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, fire from heaven, fire from heaven. Fire from heaven. Thank you, Jesus. If you need to repent from stuff, just lay it at the altar. That's it. That's it. Just repent and just leave it. He wants to use you like no other. His will for your life is so dynamic, it's so specific, and it's fun. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If we've got a ministry team, Pastor Alex, to lay hands on the... Praise God. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Holy Ghost is our greatest minister. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's just you and Him, church. It's you and Him. You and Him. Let's not get distracted. It's you and Him. Just allow Him to point out things, to convict us of things. He's a good God. He's a merciful God. He's an awesome God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. in this uh, atmosphere of prayer and receiving from the Holy Spirit right now. Thank you, Jesus, for Pastor John Boy's word. Thank you for the hunger in the room. But I just sense in, the, in this room, as Pastor John Boy mentioned, there is perhaps someone here and you're not right with God. We don't want to just, uh, you know, just gloss over that time. And he's made the call, he's made the appeal, and I really honor him for that. But it says there is people that are not right with God. Pastor John Boy, can you just quickly share your testimony? Your background, how you came to God, and how how that happened as well. Okay, so it's a very short version. If hang on, if you're encountering God right now, forget what I'm saying, okay? Very short version. I was I was uh, hooked on drugs, and uh, for many many years, a lot of my friends are not in this world anymore. They are dead, in and out of jail, for years and years and years and years. But the Bible says, "He who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved." And I I praise God for my parents who raised me up in 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 the ways of Jesus. So the seed was there. So in my desperate times, I really just called out to him I was a drug addicted criminal I'm lucky not to be in jail praise God 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 saved me from jail time as well he's such a merciful God but when I when I said yes to Jesus and I was desperate for him he came into my life and he fully delivered me and set me free in a in a baptism 
what I was sharing before 2 Corinthians 5.17. The old has passed away and the new has come. When I got out of the water, the Holy Ghost hit me and I started receiving the gift of tongues. And I was the, even the pastor at the time says the whole bathroom was shaking. It was a full power encounter for me. But I had to make that choice that where, where I was going was leading me either to jail or six foot under. Maybe you need to make that choice tonight. Maybe you've had one foot in the world and one foot in God. And we know, I know, that it's the most unhappiest place. It's the most discontented place you can be because you know the truth and you're not running after it. God wants your whole heart. Amen. So we're going to invite you, if you fit that description, if that's if you're feeling convicted right now, if you haven't given your life over to Jesus or you want to, want to do it again, please come up. It's the best thing. So with every eye closed, eyes closed and head bowed right now, if that is you, if you've never got right with God, as Pastor John was saying, he knew the truth was there, but he never received truth for himself, which is Jesus. When we die, friends, we stand before God and he will want to know what did you do with forgiveness that was offered to you. And he will honour your choice. If it's to reject him and reject the work of Jesus on the cross while you're breathing here on this earth, sadly, the outcome is it's hell. The fiery lakes of hell, which Jesus warned us about over and over again. But the Bible says it's not His will that any of us should perish. Now choose life. I present before you, the Bible says, life or death. Now choose life. If you choose Him, He's going to forget every sin that you've done. The Bible says in Acts 3.19, Repent, change your mind, the definition of repent. And turn to God so your sins may be blotted out and times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. It's time to repent, friends, to turn away from our sins and turn to God. It's a good word. Repent is a good word. Full of hope, full of mercy. And tomorrow is not promised, friends. If you need to get right with God without anyone looking right now, every eye is closed, the head bowed. Just get you to boldly raise a hand. Is there anyone in the room right now? No one looking. Does anyone need to get right with God? Thank you, Jesus. Let's just all pray this prayer as well. Pastor John Boy, can you just lead us in this prayer? Father God, here I am. Let's just repeat after Pastor John Boy. Father God, here I am. I thank you. I thank you. That you take me. That you take me. For who I am. For who I am. And what I have to bring. And what I have to bring. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I turn from my ways. I turn from my ways. I turn to you right now, God. I turn to you right now, God. And I thank you. And I thank you. That you're a merciful God. That you are merciful God. You're a loving God. Yeah, you're a loving God. Thank you, God, for your forgiveness. Thank you, God, for your forgiveness. I receive right now. I receive right now. I pray, God. I pray, God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Help me. Help me. Lead me into all truth. Lead me into all truth. And I receive your will. I receive your will. For my life. For my life.
right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer and you meant it from the bottom of your heart, can you just um, let us know? Because you're not um, in this alone. We'll be there with you to support you, encourage you. You might have a lot of questions about this prayer that you prayed. And uh, we just want to help you in that as well. Thank you for joining us today. To learn more about Fire Church, head to our website, firechurch.com.au. And don't forget to connect with us on social media on Instagram, fire.church, Facebook, Fire Church, and YouTube, Fire Church TV. Have a blessed week.